0: In The name of the Father, the Son, and the Holy Spirit. Amen. Good morning, friends. Good morning. So I've been in New York City the last six days. It's a lot of time with a bunch of Yankees. Okay. <laughs> I had to like counteract this time in the city by going to the professional bull riding last night <laughs> down at the Bay Concert. <laughs> I had to remember where I was from, y'all. <laughs> <Woo>! <laughs> New York City, so I was there all week for the Trinity Wall Street Fellowship, It's so a leadership program. I was selected with 28 other fellows around the world to be the first class of this executive MBA type of program Trinity Church has created for clergy and leaders across denominations. So Trinity kept us busy, with back-to-back meetings and workshops on community organizing, understanding yourself as a leader, and we even got to go tour the Nehemiah Project in East Brooklyn that's a big, affordable, and massive affordable housing project. So we'll be taking classes remotely once a week via Zoom for the next two years in our cohort, and we'll be given mentors to help guide us along the way. And the purpose of this program is to give feisty new leaders in the church like me (laughs) the skills and tools to work creatively, imaginatively, and shrewdly with the resources God has given us in our specific contexts and communities. And to be clear, that Greek word used for shrewd literally means to be sensible or wise. I think sometimes we think it's this really negative, nefarious thing. But I'd like to think Jesus' admonition to us in today's gospel is exactly what we're trying to do at Wall Street, in the Fellows Program, and hopefully here at St. Paul's too. Jesus said, you cannot serve God in wealth, so be faithful with your wealth, and be faithful with what belongs to another, so we may be welcome into the eternal homes. So if you walk down Wall Street in Lower Manhattan, I'm sure a lot of y'all have been there. You've got the big bowl of Wall Street and the, the girl standing there like this, you know what I'm talking about? She's really cool. Um, she was my favorite, <laughs> of course. <laughs> standing up to the man. But so, for, depending on which side you walk down Wall Street, you will run right into Trinity Church and it is massive, y'all, it's huge and it seems to tower over the bustling avenue of capitalism with its steeping spires and massive presence that feels like judgment over the place. Although Trinity has participated much in Wall Street as it touts a $6 billion portfolio, which holding, it hold most of its assets in real estate in lower Manhattan, and they don't have to pay taxes on that they're a church, right? Very shrewd. (laughs) And in a New York Times article in 2019, a reporter claims that Trinity has been so successful because, I quote, it has been a savvy manager of its resources. And this is part of the point I think Jesus is making about our relationship with money. And it's difficult to know in this text what to make of the manager being dishonest and and whether or not he was in an unjust system to begin with. So there's certainly this tension that Jesus is highlighting for us about the messiness of our dealings with the world. But I think we can assume that Jesus is trying to say something about our ability to live in a system of power and finances that requires us to be sharp, tactful, and to keep our responsibilities in correct order. For me, this text begs the question, to whom are we responsible? And how do we use our shrewdness faithfully? We have a million things that we're responsible to and for in our lives, don't we? I know I'm responsible to Dean Churchwell, to the bishop, to you all, to my family, and even to myself, right? And I'm managing my time and energy and I desire to be a good steward of all these things in my life, but I think what Jesus is teaching us here is what we must be responsible to, to God first and foremost, or else other things become our idols and our masters much too easily. Jesus said we cannot serve both God and wealth, and this is hard to do, y'all. especially when our well-being and our family's well-being depends on our participation in making and maintaining wealth, right? But this is where our faith comes in. Our faith, our responsibility to God first, is what grounds us. It's what anchors us in love and life everlasting. Grounding ourselves in God gives us fresh vision, creativity, an opportunity to decenter ourselves and all the other things we make idols and let the Holy Spirit instead guide us to realities far greater than we could ever imagine. The epistle reading today gives us a great example, I think, of how to center ourselves in God's love and in our dealings with the world. Paul challenges us to pray for everyone, even folks in high positions of authority over us so that we might lead a quiet and peaceable life in all godliness and dignity. This is right and is acceptable in the sight of God, our Savior, who desires everyone to be saved and come to the knowledge of the truth. And so we do this in our worship, don't we? We pray for our elected leaders and the leaders of the world in our prayers of the people. We do this to center our civic life in God, our Savior. And it's amazing what prayer will do for us when we just take the time to do it. It's our number one way to serve God and to allow God to work in our lives as instruments of God's love and peace. So friends, how do you use your resources for the glory of God? how do we as a community here at St. Paul's use our resources for the glory of God? And isn't it good news that shrewdness is like an add-on fruit of the Spirit? So we got love, joy, peace, patience, kindness, goodness, gentleness, self-control, and shrewdness. (laughs) I think that's pretty good news. St. Paul's might not have the giving capacity as Trinity Wall Street, but we do have the capacity to be a source of light and love for our Our city here in Oklahoma, Oklahoma City so now y'all get out your checks, books and give to St. Paul's, okay (laughs) I'm kidding this is not a stewardship sermon I think that comes later in in the fall but I just wanted this to be a reminder to ground yourselves in prayer center yourselves in God's wisdom in God's sensibility in God's shrewdness For we have one God and Lord of all.